Rodney Jane here. At Bob Jane T-Mart, get spring holiday savings. Buy three tyres and get the fourth absolutely free. Plus, up to $150 instant cash back on trusted tyre brands like Bridgestone, Yokohama, Goodyear, BF Goodrich, Michelin, Zenon and Motorsport X. Alloy wheels from only $125 and tyres from just $69. All with our best tyre price guarantee. We'll look after you. Test season apply. This is Parked Up Plus, the place of pace for motor racing news thanks to Race Fuels. From supercars to club racing, Race Fuels keeps Australian motorsport moving, supplying premium products when and where racers need it. And fueling the latest news and views is Parked Up Plus. Coming up, S5000 banned at Bathurst. Supercars calendar conundrum. Repco's fantastic festival at Mount Panorama. Plus, Rally New Zealand preview and the focus on Shane Van Gisbergen. All this and more straight ahead on Parked Up Plus with Mark Fogarty. Hi there, race fans. As we revealed last week, S5000 has been pulled from the racing program at November's Bathurst International. It's a safety issue with Motorsport Australia ruling that the V8 open wheels are too fast for racing at Mount Panorama. Official confirmation was due as we went to air. So, there'll be no S5000 races at the Bathurst International, leading TCR and GT as the headline categories. Next year's supercars calendar is due to be announced before next week's Bathurst 1000, but we're hearing it's still very much in the works. Our understanding is that a draft 2023 schedule has gone to Fox Sports, Seven Network and the teams. Among the sticking points are confirmation of government support for the New Zealand and Perth events, plus the number of rounds. With the return of the Newcastle 500, the preferred 12 events or even 13 is going to mean at least one casualty. The broadcasters, supercars and the teams want 12 for cost reasons, although the teams get paid extra for additional events. Also being debated is how many and which rounds will be shown live free-to-air on 7. Government support is expected to be renewed for New Zealand's switch from Pukokoi to nearby Hampton Downs, as well as night racing at Perth's Wadaroo Park. Racing under lights at Sydney Motorsport Park is set to return, while Sandown will be back with or without the return of the 500km enduro. In the firing line are Winton and the Ben Motorsport Park. Supercar Supremo Shane Howard had previously told Parked Up Plus that he wants the calendar confirmed in the lead-up to the Bathurst 1000. But it's looking like the loose ends won't be tied up in time. So, as we count down to next week's Bathurst 1000, it's shaping up as the most fan-friendly ever. Race sponsor Repco is rolling out a big array of off-track activities for spectators at Mount Panorama. Of course, it's a milestone year for Repco, celebrating its centenary. 
As Repco's head of sponsorship, Mitch Wiley, outlines, the company's racing history will be on show at the mountain. Uh, it is It is going to be a massive event uh, for Repco. I mean, for everyone there, um, all indicators are certainly pointing towards a potential for a record attendance, uh, which is fantastic, especially coming off uh, last year, even with that 50% attendance, which was, which was great for our first Repco Bathurst 1000. We're really looking forward to some new initiatives this year. I guess the, from, from our point of view, the, the biggest thing for us this year that we've been celebrating all year is that we've turned 100 this year. So we've had centenary celebrations going for the bulk of the year, but the beauty of the, the Bathurst 1000 is it gives us the opportunity to celebrate our heritage and history in motorsport and so much of Repco over the last 100 years has been informed and really driven by passion around motorsport. And uh, so first and foremost, we've been working with the Bathurst Regional Council and the National Motor Racing Museum as well as supercars of how to bring to life some of the the amazing stories that we have as a brand. And it is pretty rare, I think, for, for a brand these days to have some incredible stories like we do. There's so much engineering and mechanical history at Repco as well. Um, you know, the, the most famous being uh, the story with the BT-19, uh, given that, uh, that that obviously vehicle was, was built and steered by Sir Jack Brabham uh, to the 1966 world title and it was powered by a Repco V8. And that's something that we're, we're very proud of and we're also very proud that we actually own that vehicle. Um, so one of the first things that we're putting on for the fans is if you, uh, if you head over to the National Motor Racing Museum while you're there for that week, we've curated with them a really unique display of very eclectic cars from our history uh, and we've started to re- release those of, of what's uh, going to be on display with a couple more to be revealed in the coming week. But uh, I guess most excitingly, the BT-19 will be there on the mountain um, and we will have Sam Brabham drive that car on Sunday prior to race start as well. So we're we're very proud to uh, to announce that we'll have a really unique display of those cars going out on, on track. Under its catchphrase, bring in the Bathurst. Repco is also upping the game for fans at the track. One of the biggest developments you'll see this year is, uh, which recently was announced by Supercars, is that Harris Park's been given a real tune-up. That was a project that we've been working hand-in-hand with Supercars on for some months now. And I guess the principle of that is we really want to, with Supercars, elevate the fan experience so that there's a lot more for for families to do, but also to give those wow moments like walking into a theme park. So when you get to Harris Park this year, it'll be a very different experience um, right from the archway when you walk through. Ripco's fingerprints are all over supercars. The automotive parts and accessories retail giant is the naming rights sponsor of the Supercars Championship and the Bathurst 1000 and also a major partner of Dick Johnson Racing. But according to Mitch Wiley, it's the Bathurst 1000 branding that is Repco's most valuable association. Naming rights of, of the Bathurst 1000 is, is very important to us. It, it boils down really simply to if we look at our, our customer base, so people that come into our stores, um, our trade partners, 
um, and our own people, our Repco crew. Uh, we've, we've done a lot of research and even if you just do it anecdotally, everyone's really passionate about supercars. And so it was a very natural fit for us. We, given that our brand has such a, a strong, uh, enviable heritage in motorsport, it, it certainly made sense for us to, to become part of it. Um, but it is, I can tell you, the excitement in the business is, is out of control for this year in particular. Um, last year, it was really great for us to get our feet under the desk, as it were, um, and to go and interact with all the fans and bring, bring our partners and our customers to the event. Um, but given, given the, the heritage of the event, um, what it means to Australians uh, and to fans all over the world and, you know, our family over in New Zealand as well, uh, it is something that we are incredibly proud of to be part of. Now, that all sounds like a giant plug for Repco. Well, which I guess it is. But the company is pumping millions into racing, which deserves recognition and support. Repco's involvement has also sparked an intense rivalry with Super Cheap Auto, which has counteracted the loss of the Bathurst 1000 with backing of a wildcard entry for Craig Lowndes and Declan Fraser the TCR Australia Series, and the Bathurst International. Repco's Wiley agrees that competition is good for both business and racing. No, we're not, we're not the only one. And um, look, I'd say we're, we, we might be the, the, the dominant brand at the moment from how much we're investing in the sport. Um, but obviously, you know, there's a strong competitive set out there. And uh, to be honest, we love seeing them invest in it because it means a couple of things. Hopefully it means we're on a good thing, that it is the right decision, and certainly the results we're getting is proving it's the right decision. We love it. But when we see um, you know, our competitors out there spending money in the sport, in particular supercars, it's, um, it's actually something that we celebrate because it means that more cash is going into the teams um, and employing more people, and it's good for the sport, and it's healthy for us. It's healthy for us to have those rivalries. It's healthy to... Um, to, to keep on our toes and make sure that we're delivering. So it's great for the sport. And even if you look outside of our sector, you look at the you, you look at other brands as well, um, the, the interest in motorsport at the moment, there really feels like there's there's just a, an absolute uh, revamp in the sport and just breath of fresh air has come into it. Um, you know, and it's, I, I think you see that with the volume of brands across multiple sectors that are starting to invest back in the sport. The Repco Bathurst 1000 will also feature other big celebrations and reveals. It'll be the last Bathurst for the Holden Commodore, replaced next year by the Gen 3 Chevrolet Camaro. It's the 50th anniversary of the late Peter Brock's first of a record nine Bathurst 500 and 1,000 victories, and General Motors Australia will pay tribute to Brocky on the Thursday. GM is also planning a big preview of its Chevrolet racing program with the Camaro next year on the Friday before the Bathurst 1000. More to come after this short break. The Napa Auto Parts Grassroots Racing Podcast is all in the name. It's all motorsport. Focused on those who make significant contributions to the sport we love. Correct. Some people might only see a dozen motor racing events each year, but the truth is that our sport never stops. 
Almost every weekend there's a car race going on somewhere. And Gaz, you're at most of them. Ah, uh, yes, and if I'm not there, you certainly are. And you'll hear from us on the Napa Auto Parts Grassroots Racing Podcast every fortnight. You're listening to Parked Up Plus. Welcome back. As well as backing the Bathurst 1000, Repco is supporting this weekend's Rally New Zealand. The classic Kiwi round of the World Rally Championship is returning after 10 years away. Local interest will be centred on Supercars champion Shane Van Gisbergen vying for WRC2 honours in his R2 Skoda. To set the stage for Rally New Zealand's return and SVG's participation, we spoke with emerging WRC guru Tom Howard. He's the WRC reporter for Autosport and Motorsport.com, but probably best known here as the multi-award-winning editor of Speed Cafe before his return to his native UK. Howard told Parked Up Plus that WRC is looking forward to being back on the fast, flowing gravel roads of New Zealand's North Island. I think there is a bit of excitement, yes. There's like there's a lot of... Um... What the WRC has been trying to do over the last couple of years, certainly obviously COVID has been a big factor in stopping this program, but this is now restarted, in the, is that they're trying to bring back the classic events. So we've seen the Safari Rally come back, we've seen the Acropolis come back, and now we've got New Zealand back, which is one of, if, you, if you're looking back through history, it's one of the classic events. Like It's one of the best gravel rallies you can go to, uh, and the drivers will rave about the road. So... Yeah, the the funny thing is that only uh, only a couple of the entry lists, certainly in the top class, have have experienced the roads before. So, the Sebastian Ogier will be back, and he's probably the the one who can sort of tell the rest of the the younger crop just how good these roads are. So, yeah, there's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of people obviously going into the unknown. It's a big trip from Europe to to New Zealand, as you know. So, there's there's plenty of excitement for this rally. According to Howard, there will be international interest in Shane Van Gisbergen's performance. Well, this is an interesting one, isn't it? Because uh, as we've seen, you put Shane Van Gisbergen in anything, he goes very, very well, doesn't he? Like if it's a single-seater supercar, rally car, we've already seen that he's quick in anything. So I'm not ruling anything out really with Shane because you just know that what he's going to do, he's going to gel with. So... I'm not ruling him out of a WRC2 podium. I think he's got a genuine chance at getting a WRC2 podium. So um, obviously that category, you're expecting Hayden Padden to win that class with his knowledge of these roads and his just stature in the sport. You're expecting to, to win that class. But there's a couple of other characters in there. Obviously, we've got uh, the Australian Harry Bates. We know what he can do. Um, so I, I, I'm not ruling Shane Van Gisman out of a podium. I genuinely think he's got a shot at this, and it's going to be one of the stories to follow the next week. Because yes, the top class, uh, the you know the big stories are in the top class because the championship could be wrapped up here in New Zealand, and we could have a youngest ever WRC World Champion crowned. So there's a lot of talk about that, but. In the, in the secondary class, yeah, definitely Shane Van Giersbergen is one to watch. And I'm sure the WRC will want to see him in more rallies uh, in the future after this. SVG will jet straight back from Rally New Zealand to try to clinch his third and second straight supercars crown in the Bathurst 1000. Meanwhile, with three rounds to go, Finnish for Carly Rovenpera 
can make WRC history across the Tasman. On course for the title, Tom Howard rates Rovenpera as the Max Verstappen of rallying. Kelly Rovenpera, the son of Harry Rovenpera, who was a former WRC winner, uh, so there's obviously uh, good lineage and good uh, pedigree there with Cali. Uh, this this kid to sort of steal a quote from Supercars when uh, when they were describing Craig Lowndes at, at Bathurst when he was young. This kid is dynamite. Um, there definitely there's definitely something special about Cali Rovenpera. He's won five rallies this year and has dominated proceedings really until the last two, where he's had a couple of uncharacteristic crashes, whether that be the nerves getting to him slightly because he's closing on the title or it's just one of those things where, you know, you cannot have a perfect season in rallying. You will have a crash at some point. So he's, he's the real deal. There's no question about it. He only needs to extend his championship lead by eight points you know, over Oit Tanak in, in the Hyundai in New Zealand to win this title. Uh, the title will be a record-breaking title because he's a 21-year-old, so he'll be the youngest ever. He will steal Colin McRae's youngest ever world champion title, uh, which he secured in 1995 when he was aged 27. So that says it all, really. 21 versus 27. He's doing it by six years. So this is kind of unheard of in rally, and you don't normally have someone so young be so good so early. So there's genuine fear here that if Cali Rovenberry carries on like this, he could be a nine-time world champion before he's 30. And if you think about Ogier and Loeb, Ogier, you know, he's 38 and he's got eight world titles. So um, it's <laughs> it's uh, it's quite some worrying prospect uh, for the rest of the guys if Cali Rovenberry, A, carries on this kind of form and B, carries on in the series. So, um, yeah, he's a real talent. Definitely someone we should be watching. And he's been described as the Max Verstappen of rallying. And I think that's I think that's a fair uh, uh description because he he genuinely is sort of having that Max Verstappen effect on the sport at the moment. Repco Rally New Zealand will be live on Stan Sport from Thursday, plus extensive highlights. To watch all the action, sign up to a free seven-day trial. Still on rallying, and a while back we revealed that Hyundai was looking at a factory-backed team in next year's Australian Rally Championship, taking on Toyota. Latest info is that the plan is still subject to a budget review, and unfortunately, it's not looking good. We're now told Hyundai Australia will not enter the 2023 ARC. But a future local rally assault is still on the cards for 2024. Back after this important message. Race Fuels is Australia's leading supplier of racing fuel to national and state-level motorsport. And its range of racing fuels includes the BP Supercars E85, which is available to grassroots races. For power and protection over pump fuel, Race Fuels imports the Elf Race 102, as used by Porsche Carrera Cup and the Touring Car Masters. More info on Race Fuels E85 and Elf Race 102 is available at racefuels.com.au. You're listening to Parked Up Plus. And we're on the home straight. It was a quiet weekend in international racing, highlighted by Aussie ace Jack Miller, 
winning the Japanese MotoGP. With more on that and other notable events, here's Tanea McLeod from our sister podcast, Girls on the Grid, presented by our partner, Bob Jane Team. In a quiet week for the motorsport world, ahead of a frantic close to the season, Australia's Jack Miller greeted the flag in Japan for the latest round of MotoGP. Miller led KDM's Brad Binder and Ducati's satellite team rider Jorge Martin to the flag. Yamaha's Fabio Quartararo continues to lead the standings by 18 points from Miller's factory Ducati teammate Francesco Bagnea, with four rounds remaining. It's still playoff season in the NASCAR Cup Series at Texas, where Tyler Reddick took victory from Joey Logano and Justin Haley. Locally, the Victorian State Racing Circuit Championships were decided at Phillip Island as Sonic Motor Racing Services took the Formula Ford title through young gun Matt Hillier. Adam Poole secured back-to-back wins and improved production, and Hugo Simpson was victorious in Hyundai Excels. Coming up this weekend, the World Rally Championship returns down under, though this time it's across the Tasman at the Repco Rally New Zealand. Although the world's best, including Carl Revampera, Ott Tenek and Sebastian Ogier, will contest for outright honours, the focus is sure to be on WRC2 as Kiwi WRC star Hayden Patton takes on the likes of Australian champion Harry Bates and supercars ace Shane Van Gisbergen. It will be a quick turnaround for the reigning supercars champion and current series leader as the following weekend he will enter the Repco Bathurst 1000 as one of the hot favourites alongside Garth Tander. Three wildcard entries ensure a 28-car field that is scheduled to hit the track on Thursday week. That's it from the world of motorsport here and abroad. I'm Tanea McLeod reporting for Parked Up Plus. Thanks, Tanea. Finally, kudos to the Adelaide 500 organisers for the TV ad shown during the AFL Grand Final. It was refreshingly unrestrained, showing supercars screaming through the streets of South Australia countryside and the city. The streets are calling. Let's get this party started right here in Adelaide. You couldn't imagine the on-screen antics being allowed in Victoria, New South Wales or even Queensland. Tim Blanchard in his Cool Drive Racing Mustang and Brody Kostecki in his Boost Mobile Racing Commodore feature in the high-profile TVC. The primetime ad confirmed Adelaide is seriously invested in the 500's return as the season ender in early December. Well, that's it for now. Back this time next week with the latest news and views on what's happening in motorsport. In the meantime, tune in to Parked Up with Grant Rowley and a special guest on Thursday. And next week, we'll have a special preview of the Repco Bathurst 1000. I'm Mark Fogarty. Thanks for listening. You've just listened to another Network Car production. 